tell me uh, what happened. Okay, it was a wart on my thumb. This is in my 20s. Yeah, that's a common problem. I wanted to get rid of this thing and have it not come back. You know, like teach it a lesson. Yeah. Just like Bukowski with the pigeons, scare off any other. Go scorched earth. Yeah, exactly. So I took big toenail clippers. You're familiar with these things. Ah. <laughs> and, and I clipped off the wart with the toenail clippers. And then I got an X-Acto knife and dug around in there to get all the little like wart babies. <laughs> you, you always know what to say. And then I heated up the tine of a fork with a lighter and stuck it in there. Oh, God. It went and a little flume of smoke came out. Oh, that was the wart ghost. <laughs> exactly. That was the wart ghost. Uh, and so now I'm my thumb is haunted by a wart ghost. But uh, I haven't had any corporeal warts uh, since mm-hmm. then. So, oh, well, that's fantastic, man. That's I think I remember you telling me that at the time. Yeah. And I didn't like knowing about it, but it was important. And that's probably fed into when I think about toenail clippers uh, yeah. mutilating uh, flesh. That's probably one of the places that comes from. I think I'd be good at a field hospital, especially like an improv one. <laughs> You're like, yes, and. <laughs> Shall we start the podcast? Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamnthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So we've known each other for a long time. Uh, Once, while chilling on our front porch... If I recall correctly, it was Friday, and we didn't have a job, and we didn't have shit to do. Eventually, a guy with a big perm pulled up in an ice cream truck. On the side of the truck was a menu that displayed a ranked list of everything. Immediately after seeing the list, we committed it to memory, but then a muscle-bound man... A yoked bloke... Rode up on a bicycle that he'd previously stolen from us. This muscle-bound man... Yoked bloke... And knocked us the fuck out. We regained consciousness to discover that our memories of the list had been knocked the fuck out of our minds. So we can only access the list little bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles shooting the shit. Through this process, podcasted for your entertainment and edification, we will gradually uncover the list of every damn thing. The list currently has 54 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and QAnon at the bottom. The Jersey Shore and Crows are in the middle. There's an idea of how the list looks for everybody. If you feel like, you know, playing along, you can uh, go to the show notes and look at it. Although, spoiler alert, um, you will be seeing the things that we're ranking today, so you'll know where we listed them. So oh, if they on. go there right now, you're right, because we put it If you go to look at it right now, you get the opportunity to play along to see where things are, but yeah, it'll also point. reveal to you where we have ranked these things that we yeah, are the about spoilers to spoilers alert. So, friend of the pod and listener, Victor, uh, submitted three things. Crushed ice cubed ice and ice cube uh okay. the wrapper we're gonna spend this whole segment talking about the wrapper ice cube and we're gonna save crushed ice and cubed ice for later in the episode yeah and ice cube is a controversial figure these days i haven't thought about ice cube in some time until maybe about a month or so ago i refreshed myself doing some searches online about ice cube and it made me really nervous about doing this whole podcast <laughs> just this episode or yeah just this episode well i'm kind of the whole podcast too because it makes me realize that we'll have to um, talk about things that are difficult to talk about for me for example ice cube who's somebody whose music and movies i'm a really big fan of but he's done and said some things that um, I'm not sure how I feel about them or how I should feel about them or like whether I have the right to feel one way or the oh, other about them. Oh, whether you have standing to even... Yeah, uh, well, yeah where my standing opinion? is on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, um, some disclosure. We are uh, rural whites who grew up listening to the NWA. Yeah. And so a lot of what we learned about black America growing up, you know, not on all of it, but a lot of it was from something like an NWA record, which has a lot of drawbacks, you know what I mean? Right. Also, like things... You know, I learned some stuff about 
how to talk about women and to women from Ice Cube or from Too Short too, but not yeah. to say that I was following this stuff word for word, but it, yeah, it had an it, impact it, it, on me. I yeah. thought, you know, I, I learned from I Ain't the One. You know the song I Ain't the One by Ice Cube? That's right, the one. Yeah. The There's guy a lot has... of stuff that I had to unlearn from them, especially the way to talk about women that I, I had to unlearn. And Yeah, but that said, it's like I had to unlearn pretty much every movie I ever saw, every TV show and whatnot, you know, I mean, uh, all the action movies and whatnot that, that you see growing up. Anyway, it's not like anyone's really giving you great advice because it's not their job to give yeah. you great advice, right? True. You know, Ice Cube's creating entertainment, and so I don't know. To get to who he is, he's a guy who is a rapper and also a writer, too. He wrote half the songs that uh, other people were saying. Right, yeah, you know? he wrote most of Easy es lyrics until Ice Cube left N.W.A. So Easy es first album, he wrote most of Easy es lyrics. He wrote mm-hmm. also wrote most of Easy's lyrics on the nwa albums and, and for some and of the other guys too like i yeah. imagine dr dre or somebody i think he wrote some of dre's and most of easy's yeah, yeah. of course all of his own and he, uh, and he was the one who went solo first and he got the guys from public enemy to make his record for him yeah which was a big deal you know and also became a movie star pretty early on like he right, was in yeah. boys in the hood yeah and then since yeah. then has has parlayed it to now he's a film producer he's making you know movies where he's like the dad on vacation which are you know and he made friday too which is in some ways a spiritual successor to the Cheech and Chong movies you know that I mean just to say that it's a comedy it's about smoking weed it's it's somewhat countercultural comedy which we already discussed Cheech and Chong and also and with like Chris Tucker with a whole list of names that are uh, you know Bernie Max in it like just you know yeah, yeah, it's Regina, Regina King who was in uh, Watchmen recently was in it it's a star-studded cast yeah and he produced that too right he co-wrote yeah. and and produced it and he you know he started in it he also produced a movie a somewhat self-serving autobiographical movie too in which his own oh, son yeah. played him which yeah. i think like that would be a weird thing for this guy like you're playing the role of your dad i haven't seen it yet i know yeah. i heard Lucky oh Stanfield. i really like it man i mean if you're a fan uh, of yeah. nwa which i am you you'll really like it because uh, there's a lot of scenes of them performing their songs and their ball dancings and of course paul giamatti's in it and he fucking rules like and does he, he play dr dre or does he play Jumati? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays does dr. he play dre. jerry heller or he what? plays jerry heller yeah oh that's what that was hoping that's the yeah. manager so more recently ice cube has gotten he has some sort of agenda that he was working towards and he was meeting with the trump white house to discuss yeah, so it this year ice cube he worked with some some other people to create something called contract with the black america which is meant to you know uplift african-americans economically and he reached out to both biden and trump to promote this idea they both got back to him but the Trump campaign essentially was less lukewarm about it than the Biden campaign. And so Cube had a meeting with Jared Kushner. And then after that, Trump, the Trump campaign announced their plan to boost African-Americans. And they said in it that they had used part of this contract for black America, yeah, yeah. which they implied. And a lot of people read as being endorsed, Cube is endorsing Cube Trump, endorsed Trump yeah. and whatnot. Um, and like, you know, SNL showed him in a MAGA hat. It's all in the past now. The Trump era is is receding. You know, like I've yeah. I've forgiven everything. Um, my neighbor who has Trump signs, I'm I've, I'm gonna forget that she had them eventually. Yeah. Maybe not. You know, let let's hope our future um, listeners may be laughing at us. I just think that like it, that stuff's receded into the depths of history now. Yeah. So people made some big mistakes. You know, some big uh, moral miscalculations. But then again. Yeah. If you have an agenda that you're trying to pass, if you're trying to push towards some sort of goal, right? Yeah. And, and if the president of the United States will take a meeting with you, even if it's 
an incompetent person, even someone you don't agree with, right. even if someone who's really unpopular within your community, doesn't it seem like you kind of have to take that meeting? Yeah, especially if you're not. That's the, who has power. That's like, they, that's like that's who has power, and they seem willing to talk to you more than the alternative. You know, the, and of course they're, it's totally self-serving, and they're going to use it to imply that you know. Yeah. But like, even knowing all that. I kind of think if you're not prepared to meet with people who you don't share goals with, then what's the point of even having some kind of... I don't know anything about the details of the contract with Black America. There's a lot of ways in which you could be disappointed by both parties, essentially. You know, almost equally, the Trump people were willing to, to meet with him, at least, you know. And he did say after the fact, you know, even after... Everybody said he endorsed Trump. Uh, he said specifically he didn't endorse either candidate. I mean, I personally would have preferred if he endorsed Biden, but I, but it's over now. That's in the past. Yeah, I, I don't know. Does it? Does he move votes? I don't. I don't know. Like in retrospect, the election's over and Biden's won. And the thing about the the Trump quote endorsement that doesn't move the needle for me at all. On what moves the needle for you? Well, a couple things, and this is where it's really hard to like pin what I think and where I stand and what just what reality is. Is Cube has been accused, including this year, of being anti-Semitic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Historically, he said some stuff. You know? Yeah, one of his like, songs, he calls Jerry Heller a Jew devil or something like that. He later said that he, he regretted doing that. He has been associated with uh, Louis Farrakhan, who, you know, other rappers have as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's some, like, then we're opening up a whole another thing, you know what I mean? Just, like, to leave it with yeah. what's going on this year. Because, like, I know that Cube, again, like he said, he regretted using the word Jew when he... Um, talked about jerry heller because he doesn't feel that way about all jewish people i bet he has to go through a lot of you know every time he takes meetings now he's in hollywood and he's got to go through you know oh i I said these things i didn't mean it you know yeah i mean i would think that it would be hard to to work in hollywood and be like a you know full-blown anti-semite it doesn't really make any sense yeah so the the stuff that happened this year was that this is earlier than the trump thing in june during after george floyd was murdered and you know there's protests and whatnot cube tweeted some images like he had a week where he tweeted a bunch of stuff that included uh, i'm not sure exactly what this is but it's an image of the it's called the black the cube of black saturn uh, which is some sort of like occultist image uh, but with the star of david like superimposed on it or something like that and then he also um tweeted this image of this mural is called freedom for humanity which was in mm-hmm. London, which depicts various old like bankers, like literally like the actual uh, Rothschild, Rockefellers, Morgans. But some of them seem like they are depicted with Jewish protocols. Are, protocols of the elders of Zion, uh, blood libel stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, I get it. Like, and this stuff, like, but like, is someone allowed to be racist in their mind? Like, I mean, I there's guess, two people. Yeah. They act the same. Yeah. One of them, in his mind, is super racist, and he thinks right. racist stuff all the time. But like, it doesn't enter into their everyday life. They don't talk about it to their family or friends or kids. One person just has these beliefs that would be considered abhorrent, right? Right. And the other person doesn't. But like, if they're not, if they're acting not acting on, on it, but yeah. what is? So is saying this stuff the same as acting on it? I guess it is. You're putting this like hateful stuff. Saying out into this the stuff world. Is, is a way of acting on it. Yeah, and it's moving the idea forward. It's, yeah, it's like you, you know, could like just forget it's... anti-Semitic caricatures and not put them out in the world, right? Let it yeah. rest. Make it so that you know how that counter that says it's been this many days since anti-Semitic stuff was on the internet. Right. And it yeah. never gets up, you know, yeah, yeah. beyond like maybe 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah. You don't need to reset that counter. Like you're making things worse. And it's like has, he's made the world better with his music, you could argue, right? Yes. I don't I mean, know. It's entertained you. Absolutely. I mean, I would think that even his movies, even more than his music, because his movies don't have like the sort of 
dark side that his that his music does. Um, Isn't that what you find appealing? Like when you heard nothing but a word, is that the one that's Ice Cube and Too Short? Yeah, that's together? the one that it's uh, it's Ice Cube and Too Short, uh-huh. and it is a vile piece of art. Yeah, that I really uh, enjoyed when I was a teenager. Yeah, uh, that's and it's his thing. Is like it's he's like, created some stuff where. Yeah. It's pretty much indefensible. Yeah, it is. It's I, mean, same, and, and, I mean, in the same way that like pornography is, where it's like you can't really make a, a defense of it on the merits for the most part, right. right? Not that it's it could be as well done as it is, but it's just really hard to, to make a defense for it, especially like a serious defense. It's this thing that I've ha- I have enjoyed in my life. You know, it's not like your proudest thing, but you've listened right. to this thing and you've giggled. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's like lots of clever wordplay and whatnot. Yeah, it's and, good. You know, like, I, honestly, uh, it's tough to say. I was never the biggest Ice Cube dude. NWA I was, I was really into. Um, mm-hmm. And then when he left NWA, his first couple albums, which were actually, I think, the most critically acclaimed ones. With the Bomb Squad, yeah. When he was in New York and they were sort of his most political albums. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't tuned in then. And then he came back to California and came out with a few political, but also sort of more gangster rappy albums, Predator and um, Lethal Injection. I was super into those, like really into those. I listened to them a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then his music sort of dropped off again for me. Um, also of note is the song Natural Born Killers with Dr. Dre, which is a fun song with a lot of funny lyrics. I like the clean version of Express Yourself quite a bit, by the way. Like, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like... Um, Today Was a Good Day is a great song. I mean, he's got a lot of great songs, yeah, yeah, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's why it makes it so difficult for me to talk about him. Because he's somebody who I look up to, really, you know, like sort of artistically and intellectually to a degree, too. Like, I'm totally into political rap, even though I wasn't spe- especially into well, his... Well, I've been into political rap if I agree with the politics of it. That's the thing. It's like yeah. when you're a kid, you don't have your opinions fully formed. So you're like, wow, this guy has a strong opinion. He must be right. Or, you know what I mean? I guess this is what yeah, I agree yeah, with. true, yeah. But then you listen to it, and you're like, well, maybe he's got some opinions I'm maybe not don't 100% share, you know? Yeah. Trying to figure out, like, where he stands on this stuff. Like, with Cube, I think that he sort of, you know, flirts with these conspiratorial ideas that are, like, adjacent to anti-Semitism. But I, I feel like he maybe just does, hasn't done his due diligence on some of the some of the symbolism, how it might look to other people. Did he do and Black Korea? Yeah, he did a song called Black Korea. I remember yeah. that. And he said some stuff over the years about it, various yeah. groups of people. Like... <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's not excusable, you know, especially right now when there's, like... People attacking synagogues and QAnon, which is like conspiracy. It's like crypto anti-Semitism. Not even really. It's the same anti-Semitic stuff with a little bit changed. So it looks like it's not. So it's not helpful for for him to be, you know, retweeting these images that regardless of his intention, like. But he's an artist. So do you think of him as. Well, there are other problematic people on this list of artists, right? Sure, sure. He's an artist, but like his political statements, I don't think of as art. And, you know, you could be black power or pro-Palestinian or critical of capitalism without carrying water for racist stereotypes and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Yeah, Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, so it's weird with anti-Semitism because it's something that it's easy to it's an easy claim to make. You know, when someone says they like, or, you know, pro-Palestine or whatever, to, to say, well, you know, they're an anti-Semite. It happened to Jeremy Corbyn in the UK. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, it happens it's to anybody. Disputable. Yeah. Where, you know, in Texas now, like, you have to promise you'll never boycott Israel if you want to get a job yeah. at the state of Texas, which is like, we're trying to talk about Ice Cube now, but yeah, like, yeah, 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 but yeah. like, it's pretty troubling stuff. Like, that doesn't seem like it's anti-Semitism, right? Speaking personally, I, I you know. So, so Cube, Cube, let's like, think about the, the, him. So, he... I hold, I hold him in really high esteem. Tell me the four case for him. Uh... He's great. He made NWA. He made Fuck the Police. A brilliant rapper uh, and writer. Friday, I think, is, you know, maybe 
not as funny as it was when I was in my early 20s, but it's a really fun movie. Um, I haven't seen uh, it since Anyway, then, so, so I... what he's done for rap as a lyricist, as an MC, is like sort of at the apex or close to the apex, I think, of rappers in terms of the it, skill. I feel like he was from... Most of his stuff is from a time where he's not... He didn't really let you inside his real mind. It wasn't especially personal, was it? Other than his feud stuff, which is, yeah. I guess, kind of personal. Um, yeah, my experience is he doesn't... It's weird because that whole era... Like, I've only listened to the first half or, or maybe two-thirds of his uh, discography. To compare him with Scarface, who is kind of like the analogous figure from Ghetto Boys to him, where it's like you kind of learn what's inside his mind. Even Dre will be more... Um, expresses doubt more. I mean, I guess Cube does yeah. have the lyric, now I'm suicidal, just like Nirvana. Yeah, that's true. From Natural Born Killers, but I don't think that he's... Uh, yeah, I think I, it always kind of seems clever. like he's in character. Yeah. But like, yeah. you know, maybe that's just his character is his real self, you know, but it's like he doesn't, yeah. not to say that Scarface isn't his own character, but I don't know, I'm just kind of thinking about so it. So the things against him, I, like, I'm not going to, I'm going to consider this Trump thing as a wash. The anti-Semitism thing, I'm not convinced that he's totally innocent there. Um, what about the the misogyny and the stuff about uh, Koreans? Uh, the Korean stuff, I just, I'm not familiar enough with it to, to Was say. Was he ever your favorite Mis- rapper? I, I wouldn't, I don't know if he was necessarily my favorite, but there was yeah. a time when I listened to him as much as any any other rapper in the early to mid 90s when um yeah yeah when that stuff is ascendant that's what you yeah yeah so so the misogyny is like definitely the biggest mark against him and it's irrefutable and he actually doesn't he's actually defended it i get the one is i don't think is bad at like a bad song to listen to like my son's a little too young to listen to it but like uh, my sister's kids would listen to it and like it wasn't too fucked up you know? there's a broad spectrum of it I mean yeah. I ain't the one is like on the more tame side I think giving up the nappy dugout is yeah, yeah. worse than that and then nothing but, but a like, word you know he, he has something he's saying and the world would not be a worse place if he had never said that stuff and it might be a better place yeah but like what would he have done would he have put himself in position to make a Friday movie you like if he hadn't been saying this nasty stuff with Too Short a few years earlier those songs are not um, are not his biggest songs but you know, he sold, like, that's how he got to where he was though it's like too short was selling music out of the trunk of his car and he right. had this song with ice cube you know what i mean it's like he well no that song is later though i mean they were they're already both relatively successful by then especially cube i'm um, just saying like that people like nasty words people like oh people true, like true. dirty talk and about there's, sex there's a and, difference between yeah. dirty dirty sex talk and like the type of you know misogyny violence towards women that appears in yeah, some, yeah. In some of his songs i just feel like not just misogyny but like misanthropy like well there's that i mean he's ge- generally genuine... misanthropic person i, I feel <laughs> yeah. like although at least at well, least that's in his what music comes across he is. in the in the, in the music. His songs not in his movies that's like... really appealing when you're a teen and i don't yeah. know why it's yeah. so appealing that you just yeah. want to hear just somebody who's that yeah like and, brutally and negative ice cube definitely has reason to be angry especially you know the country he lives in so sometimes if the hate's directed in the right direction that's it, an okay thing yeah you know? but, yeah i mean i understand it's it's understandable that someone would have anger resentment and it would take some shapes that maybe you don't like the shape of it i get it yeah uh so to rank him if it wasn't for but it is for so yeah it is for so well, what positions do we have we have hank williams senior which is maybe the individual that he is the most like oh, on our list because he kind of created a genre oh you're talking co- about senior sorry no. I'm, th- I'm thinking junior again oh well uh, i think he falls in between those two oh, for sure for but that's, sure. A, that's a wide it's quite wide um yeah hank williams senior is number five on our list and hank williams yeah. junior is number 53 yeah second to last yeah second to um, last other musicians that we have on our list let's see uh we have Cher on here somewhere shares above uh hank senior oh yeah okay so there's actually no musicians between those two in fact 
the only other artists, people, real people, I think Cheech and Chong are there. Anthony Gowdy. Anthony Gowdy. Now, Cube has been more of a positive influence on me than Anthony Gowdy. Or not I don't a think Cube has been a positive influence on me in the slightest. Yeah. I mean, he's. Uh, I've enjoyed his work more. But he has a positive influence. I mean, a lot of stuff I like, but it's not a positive influence on me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Let's see. So we like, were, you're looking like at Anthony Gowdy, cake, who's number 17 on the list. Um, so that's still the top half of the list or, or third of the list. But I think Cube deserves to be below him. Yeah, um, let's think about Cheech and Chong because Cheech, Cheech and Chong, Chong also created a, did a lot of other stuff, but they created a movie. Yeah, similar, similar in, in tone to Friday, right? So maybe yeah. you want to compare them to Cheech and Chong, right? Yeah, so we're looking at Cheech and Chong, which is at number twenty-four, which is pretty close to the middle of the list. And um, also, you got Jessica half. Rabbit, who's sort of an over-the-top fictional character, who is the kind of the persona of of Cube that he has, and you know, especially early yeah. on. Is, is kind of like akin to that in some ways. Neither of them has as much of a um, negative side as Cube does. Cheech and Chong kind of do. They do have some problematic um Well, Jessica stuff. Rabbit uh, as well, I imagine. Jessica Rabbit does have some... Yeah, you're right. She does have some But this guy, Cube is a stuff. human being. It's kind of hard. And it's hard to rank a human being, you know? Men have faults right, yeah. and, and they have good things and bad things about them, you know? And uh, Yeah, and I'd like to try to give people benefit of the doubt. But, you know, like... You know, my wife's Jewish. Like, and you're, you know, you're part jewish right yeah so, yeah yeah it's hard to pin down exactly you know how he feels but i know that he has he, i know that he's upset some but it's people. like people can have maybe this is like you don't agree with me on this one but right i feel like if people have hatred in their heart but like it's just in their heart that's how it is and and there's yeah. not much that can be done about it and you can you can judge them for that but in a way it's like the fact that it doesn't come out I don't say they get credit for that, but they get partial credit. Like, you I know gotta, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I got to say, I, I have seen interviews with Ice Cube. Um, I agree with most of what he says. You know, it's it's weird. You know, like, he, he it's it's hard to judge somebody by their tweets or retweets. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that stuff does have an it's impact. It's a cultural so. impact, and I, yeah. I get it, man. Look, the people there's people above him on the list that probably believe some pretty hateful stuff. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Hank Williams Sr. in particular is uh, higher yeah. on him on the list, but... I'm sure, like, had some pretty backward attitudes about things. So I've talked myself into, like, sort of balancing out the anti-Semitism bit. If it wasn't for that stuff and the misogyny stuff, he would be, like, much higher. He'd be in the top maybe 10, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, sure. But because he's got these marks against him, I think it's fair and, to. And you, not everybody gets a loudspeaker and he gets one. And what you use a loudspeaker for matters, right? Yeah. And the he, same and he is, does, like, we marked Hank Williams Jr. down quite a bit. Right. They're, they're both people whose music I really like, maybe about equal. Or um, Jenny McCarthy, think, who's, like, who's, you know, work, where yeah. she's dressed up like Santa Claus, you might like, but yeah. then she's saying stuff that's, like, as bad as anything, any of this stuff, because it probably right, led to people right. actual death, you know? With Cube versus um, Hank Jr., maybe it's because I'm more of a liberal cuck, you know, but yeah, I tend yeah. to think that, I, I tend to agree with the Cube stuff than I do with... The, the white guilt in you takes over. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I and I feel it. like That's I don't cool. have a position, no. like, from a position of privilege, I can't really, you know, judge No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. So, I, I, I get what you're coming from. So, uh, but so we're gonna, this man has to have a number next to his name, though. Everything that we rank has okay, to. Okay, so, so I think it's fair to be looking around Cheech and Chong. Yeah, I um, think so, too. My concern about the misogyny, etc. Put him lower then, man. Put I think, him by the I things you're lukewarm than. about, like Tommy Bahama shirts. So Cheech and Chong was number 24. That's very close to the middle. Tommy Bahama shirts are number 38. But it's a thick middle, man. It's a thick middle. Yeah, those are I like things those. That are, those are things, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are things that are like, uh, they're good, but they start to be a bit of a mixed bag. Um, so Tommy Bahama shirts are 38. I like it more than that stuff. How about, so number 34, we got the word moist. Put him above the word moist? Yeah, that puts him above band t-shirts. 
No, if it's below, below band t-shirts. Band t-shirts. I think band that's t-shirts okay. Band t-shirts have paid your rent. Ice cream never paid your rent. Yeah. All right. Okay, he answered so, the list at number 34. That was tough, man. We had to confront yeah. We had to confront some internalized yeah. racism. It was tough, man. I feel like we, we got it, though. Yeah, I think we got it. So this has been a, quite a long one. Let's take a break, um, and then okay. we'll come back to the thing you brought. All right, cool. We're back. Oh, what, I was supposed to bring one? Oh, did you not bring one? Oh, no. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Oh, I got okay. you. I got you, man. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. I moved out to a country-type location. And okay. I see dilapidated shacks. Oh, yeah. I really like dilapidated shacks. When I see them, I say, look, a dilapidated shack. Um, yeah. Sometimes I see if it's a rundown old shack or a shanty. Or sometimes I'll see like a lean-to. Sometimes I'll see something that has some uh, corrosion. You know what I mean? It's falling yeah. apart. It's rickety, maybe a little bit. I just enjoy dilapidated shacks to see them when I drive past them. And I always wonder, how did they get so dilapidated? Like, did it become... Di- like, and there was a point where it was just a shack. For years, yeah. it was a shack. And yeah. they, they're like, oh, let's not let's not shellac it or whatever you do. Let's not paint it. Don't worry about it. It's good. It's just a shack. And then there was one year where, inarguably, that next year, you know, after one more winter of it, it was a dilapidated shack. You know what I mean? It creaked a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It falls apart gradually. Who was that guy? I want to say it was Groucho Marx. Someone said, how did you go broke? And he said, well, a little bit at a time and then all at once. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. that's how you go broke. And that's how a shack gets dilapidated. It, like, the forces of entropy are at war with this building. And it, it starts out this, like, beautiful, strong, uh, I don't know, barn or garage, whatever these things are, these structures. And then you see them, and it's like they're just falling apart. They're leaning, but they're still there. Like, no one's ever demolished them. For many of them, mm-hmm. they reach a point where they become just, like, the only reason that they could still be there is aesthetic. Like yeah, that somebody, people like, are decide, into that. They like yeah. that dilapidated shack lifestyle. Yeah, and, but but yeah. there must be a, I don't know if it's fast. I think there must be quite a long bit of time where... They're kind of an eyesore. They're sort of embarrassing. But maybe at the very end, it's really fast. I guess you're right. Like, where yeah. for them to be still standing, um, they must have had some sort of use. You know, people must have been, yeah. even though they look like shit, then people must have been, like, putting stuff in them. Yeah, or when they or, were built, or they, they just, must or have just been just wasn't with... worth the effort to tear them down, you know? Uh, I guess, but it's like, I see these, and they're, like, on working farms where there are work, there are structures elsewhere. Yeah. You know, there's, like, a barn, or I don't know what, it, what I don't know what farm stuff is. There's a structure yeah. that things in it. A well. A horse uh, house. An, an outhouse. Uh, I've lived on a farm yeah. before, so, oh, okay. so you uh, know I know all about, about it. Stuff. Oh, there's, a, there's a chicken shack. There's a barn. Yeah. There's a pigsty. There's uh Wait, it's called a uh, chicken shack? They don't call it a chicken... Uh, what is it? Oh, the chicken coop. Yeah, you're right. Coop, yeah, that's what I meant. Coop or, or, or shack. There's a field for the cows. Uh, and then there's like a paddock for the horses. A well, then you and you turn the thing so that the bucket goes down. Or you pump down. it. You could yeah. well, either one, yeah. And there's not house. When you pump the water at a, at the pump, do you chant pump the water, pump pump the <laughs> yeah. water? Yeah, that goes back to pioneer times. Okay, good. All right, so uh, here's the thing. I love dilapidated shacks. I appreciate yeah, me too. them. I don't think there's any real downside to them, except like a kid could go exploring in one and it would fall apart around him and then he could not call for help. He'd be trapped in the wreckage. I don't know if that's ever happened, but... Um, we're not ranking dilapidating shacks? No, oh, we're not, those, we're not rating like... Shaquille O'Neal at the end of his career when he was <laughs> no. clearly hobbled, but, but he went yeah. on to play for like the Suns and then he went to back to the 
Cavaliers and he played with LeBron for a season. No, it's like yeah. just, you know what I'm talking about, structures. Yeah, yeah. They have to be past the um, yeah, not, boundary that makes them dilapidate Ed. And it takes some time, you know. Um, yeah, it's like so, you're young and then you're old. And in between, you're, you know, you're neither young nor old. And it's like that with Shaq's. Yeah. I built a new Shaq. It's great. It's going to be wonderful. And then at a certain point, I don't know when that point is, but once it becomes dilapidated, I find it like I, I enjoy looking at it. I think about maybe what it was like when it was new. You know, I think about like all the years that passed, all the things now, it's seen. Would, would you say that most dilapidated checks, at least the ones that you like, uh-huh. are they from a specific era? It seems like they're about 100 years old. I would suggest so, that many of them could be as young as like 75 years old. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm saying and many but, of them could be as old as like 150 years old. And these you are not a thousand year old building. Yeah. These are not but, like, I'm not talking about ruins. I'm not talking about old West ghost town stuff necessarily. You know what I mean? But you might be right. Like, I mean, some it of these things be, you see, I, some of these shacks yeah. you're seeing could be from 1880. Oh eight, yes. Yeah. But some of them could be from uh, 1940 and be made from the same materials yeah. and, and be, be dilapidated in the same way. Sure. Sure. Especially um, because if you're going out to near the coast where there's more, yeah. it seems like the the weather takes a toll on these things. But if you're getting to the point where the shack has like particle board or like drywall, not as interesting. It's true. Or has like corrugated no. sides, like metal siding. No, it's not really as interesting to me. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm talking about early 20th century crude structures yeah. that are falling apart, poorly maintained. The best is when you're like in, when you're driving through like the plains or something like that. You might've seen this on the bike mm-hmm. ride that you took. Wait, um, what are you talking about? Oh, because I took a bike ride across the country? That's right. Yeah, okay. Um, I forgot. In the middle of a field and sort of in the middle of nowhere, you might see this in the desert Mm -hmm. too, with nothing else around it. There'll just be one of these shacks that maybe like, maybe there was a farm there with the farmhouse and everything was burned down except the There was a sign there and it said, this is where George Washington Carver lived. Whoa, really? Yeah. I don't know if he lived his whole life there. I thought he was further in the South. It was in like in Missouri somewhere. And you can see these things in cities, too. You know, certain cities like San Francisco, you might find this like in the back of a house. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, shacks exist everywhere, but they're, they're just more likely to get torn down in urban areas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. Okay, so the thing is, I like them. Can't really explain it. I enjoy seeing them. I can't think of any yeah. downsides to them. Although I do like progress. I do like seeing old things torn down to make way for new things. But these are out in the middle of nowhere, usually. So they're not yeah, blocking, I think they're not blocking I, anything because i'm against historical preservation sometimes man this might be yeah. controversial to you but like when you preserve something just because of what it used to mean it's like hoarding like let's let it go do like elsa you know so i say for these things it, they're not blocking anybody they're out in the middle of nowhere yeah. they can be as old as they want and be run down as they want it's a fundamental bit of the character of these things that like there's not very many of them that they're rare and it's because all the other shacks have not become yeah. dilapidated all you their know, brothers they're, 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 they're brothers they're brethren do you think you might be able to travel into the past by walking inside of one of them uh, yeah I mean that um, I, I don't mean metaphorically I mean like really yeah, travel no. yeah, well travel. metaphorically for sure yeah. time travel yes I think that that is depends on where the ley lines are um, Where if what, they converge on that old shack and if you go in yeah, to the shack and then you fall type asleep of jewelry in the cave. you might be wearing um, uh, whether or not you fall asleep exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, all right let's rank these things so to me they're more of a i mean it's definitely an aesthetic thing yeah um, it's a concept is it a concept or, yeah i guess it is a concept is it um it's a, a form a structure <laughs> well i mean yeah. you say Ant- anthony gowdy would make structures that yeah he's the closest thing i mean other than pieces of art and the only art we don't have any well wait a minute what about the shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings gold oh shirts there we and go furry cha-cha heels this is a thing where yeah you like to see it you yeah. say oh it's that kind of a party you know 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The same as if you see a dilapidated shack. So I'm a little biased the, because I think I might. And also with intro to back that ass up, it's also something yeah. that like. So those are those items are number twelve is intro to back that ass up, and number yeah. thirteen is shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings, gold lame shorts, and furry cha cha heels. Yeah. And I think that's a good and, that's and a good marker like, there. All these things, it's like the reason they're mar- they're they're around sex on our list, which is number ten, I think, is that they're like sex adjacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, not to say you're trying to. You're trying to fuck the shack. I mean, somebody's... Uh, yeah. Might get tetanus that way. Definitely. A lot of rusty nails. A lot of everything. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. The one downside of dilapidated shacks is when you're trying to have sex with them, um, you might get a rusty nail or and split, mutilate, your, splinters, you know, mutilate your penis. That happens a lot. Uh, people are saying this more and more. A lot of yeah. people are saying this. Uh, you know, uh, the best yeah. people are saying this. So, yeah. So, where we're looking at is also close to nail clippers, which is number 15, which so also has that positive and negative side, but they're less of a... Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, the good and the bad, you have to take it together. Yeah. I kind of think somewhere around there. I, I want you to I say... I do, too. It's hard oof. not to... I kind of want to think the new number 12 should be... So, after intro to back that ass up, I'm good with that. I think that's... And, I, re- yeah. I really like this part of the list. This part of the list <laughs> yeah, it's, some, it's some good stuff. Sometimes I kind of think onions should be down here too, but it's too late. Dilapidated shacks. Enter the list at number 13. Do you think it's messed up that Anthony Gowdy gets ranked lower than, who is a brilliant uh, architect? And he no. put a stamp on a city like no one else. That's, and he's, yeah, and, he's like, and we ranked dilapidated shacks above him. Uh, I don't think it's messed up. Uh, Anthony Gowdy's great. Dilapidated shacks are like one of the most perfect collaborations between man and time. Uh, now I, now I like what you're saying, man. Okay, so, you, you sold me on it. So the answer to the list is number 13. Number 13. Okay, yeah. we'll take a quick no, break. And then no we'll, regrets. No, no regrets. No looking uh, back. We'll take a quick break. Yeah. And then we'll look forward to the time after exactly. the break. Exactly. But, but okay. when we come back, we're not going to look back to now. So how did you like the last segment? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you so, talking about? My eyes, are, as always, are fixed onto the days to come. For this segment, we run pretty long, so let's just... Yeah try to quickly do sort of lightning rounds of Victor's other two uh, submissions, yeah, which okay. are Crushed Ice and Cubed Ice. So we'll start with Crushed Ice. I don't like Crushed Ice. I, I have a um, refrigerator. Now, before you call me a big timer, I, I don't bring this yeah, up a lot, and I don't like to brag, but I do have a refrigerator, and the refrigerator has an ice dispenser, so I don't have to... Oh, you, I know, I see, like, you're at home, you're like, oh, I, I gotta fill up the ice cube trays so I have enough ice. Yeah. I don't have I to gotta do go that. down to the cellar. Get the ice pick out. Yeah, exactly. And ran away at that stuff. So, and I can choose. Do I want cubed ice or do I want crushed ice? Okay. Or it's shaved or, you know, whatever. The, the uh, Otherwise, it goes everywhere. It's all on the floor. Then it melts. It makes the floor wet. Uh, my kid likes to do it. He says, he, I said, don't use that ice, man. It just makes a mess, you know? I kind of like when you're a kid and you get a Coke with, with that crushed ice. Yeah, that's okay. And I mean, like it's, a, you get it at the, at the pizzeria. Yeah, it makes noise better. Does it make the drink colder faster? I think it melts faster and takes up more space in the drink, which is probably why the a lot of these places want to use it. Because but it ice is probably more expensive on... than soda, isn't it? Like, because you have to keep it cold. I don't think we don't, so. I don't know the economics of it too much. And the science yeah. of it, it, it means, it kind of seems to me like little bits of ice would cool your drink faster. Maybe. I mean, there's more surface area, but it would also melt faster so yeah I, i'm not sure um it's funny i've been to places where if you asked like you know just like sort of like hole in the wall uh-huh. like fast food places where if you ask for no ice they'd be like okay sure but we have to charge you more oh really because they're used yeah. to so so it must be that the ice i forget that the ice was was no more or less expensive it might just be the extra labor of having to think about it you ever read that book yeah. uh undercover economist right and it's kind of I about not, no it's about how prices are set for things so like they talk about like starbucks where 
you know, at Starbucks, you pay extra for, like, if you want this kind of syrup or that kind of sugar or yeah. this kind of milk or whatever. But, like, none of the things that they have are any more or less expensive for them than the coffee is, right? So right. if you got, like, I want three things of that and two of this, it's, like, basically you're just paying for getting to have it the way you want it to be. Not because the yeah. materials are, you know, just because you will pay for that because that's what that's you know that's what we're trained it's not like you go in there and whatever you want to put in the cup like you could get oops all syrup and it wouldn't really cost them anymore in terms of their materials who cares you know if you i mean if you go in there with your own cup you can get oops all half and half by just going to like milk station for free yeah when i'm told like um my wife is like phil you got to go get some cream so i just go and i fill them up you know and then they get chased out of there so i'm sorry this is supposed to be a lightning round let's go straight to the list with it like where does it what's i think it goes below ice cube the person yeah i agree i think it goes maybe above oreos um but below blood which we need to keep us alive yeah or to have boners so you want to put blood over crushed ice? Blood over crushed ice. <laughs> yeah, does that sound good? Does that sound good to you? Yeah, yeah, we'll put it at 46. I don't... Well, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I can't put crushed ice above Oreos. Oreos are better. All right, got it. If you offer me crushed ice, I would rather have Oreos than crushed ice, for sure. So, I'd, rather put, I'd rather put Oreos in my milk than crushed ice. Would you rather dip so, an Oreo in blood? Uh, that's irrelevant. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about it. Um, uh, objection overruled. I'd like to see where this goes. <laughs> um, anyways, um, cube uh, dice. So cube, dice, cube dice. So I guess we can let's just go straight to the list if that's okay with yeah. you. Uh, I I think it's similar to crushed ice. I, I think it's better than crushed Wait, ice. Wait, you think um, it's similar to cube dice? I mean, it's similar in terms of its composition and its temperature, but its shape is different. Its shape is different, and yeah. its texture so, but it's, is different. It's, it's you can't, in, you can't put it in your ways. mouth and like you can't make a snow cone out of it. No, isn't that shaved ice? Eh. So aesthetically, I like it more. Um, it goes like in a. Do you like those ice cubes that have a, a hole drink? in the middle? I don't know what's up with those, but you know what I'm talking about. The ones that come out of the machine have a hole in the middle. Yeah, I think so. Maybe they can freeze faster that way. I don't like those as much as I don't. I'm not including those in cube dice. You're talking about are, a traditional ice cube. It's yeah. tapered on on the ends. Yeah, but flat cool, on the they, top. They look good in like a the, cocktail yeah, drink or like a... The ones that I get are like, they have almost like a banana shape to them. What? They're not blocks. What are I would you like... talking about the ones that come out of the machine in your... Yeah, uh, yeah, in my freezer. Well, I'm not Do those sure. count those as count a cube? cube? What about like, because what I want is a perfect block. Like you go to a fancy bar and Yeah, the guy you get says, one ice cube in there that's really big. Yeah, and the ice cube, the guy yeah. cuts it up for you, you know? And, and he says like... I guess, I guess both of those things are included in our definition of cube okay, dice. okay. Oh, so, I like all those things. Definitely more than crushed ice. Again, we've got crushed ice at number 47. Um, cubed ice. So that's the floor. Yeah. Uh, and ice is good for making a drink colder, but um, it's not. It's drinks- the best thing for making a drink colder. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I put it above cold brew shandy, which is a beverage because you need oh. it to make the beverage. Yeah. So let's see. Cold brew shandy is at number 27. You do need it to make that beverage. I, so, I guess you could put yeah. something in the refrigerator for a long time. Let's but, see if there's anything further above that that is not better than cube dice. Okay, like nail clippers. Why can't ice be above nail clippers? What's the downside to well, cube dice? Tell me what the downside is. The downside is it's not that necessary. Nobody had it before, or only like really rich people uh, only had it before pe- like people don't live years in the, uh, If you live in the ice zone, you get ice whenever yeah, you want. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I, these days, mainly like it aesthetically. I frequently will get like water with no ice. At, at night, sometimes I like to have a little bit of bourbon and I put an ice cube in it. Two yeah, ice cubes I put ice cubes in And it melts co- a little bit and it, you know, waters it down enough yeah. so that I like it a little more. Yeah. I just, I don't see the downside to ice. Like tell me the, the problem that ice causes. 
it's not that it causes a problem. It's that it's not that fantastic. There's things on this list that I would rather give up ice cubes than I would give these things. Okay, up. I'll but tell you right, where maybe I'm we could put it further up. I think okay, we should so. go um, underneath rye bread. Again, above so, Anthony Gowdy, the architect. So that's rye bread's at 17. Anthony Gowdy's at 18. And that's again not to take anything away from the man. He's a brilliant architect, but ice keeps my drink cold every day. I like I've never even yeah, been. In, I've never been to, to Barcelona, cold. so it's like when I've had I've had ice in my and drink. And also all the time. Barcelona, they don't have ice cubes there. Exactly, like they, most of Europe. Yeah, Anthony Gaudi is above land. You want to put ice above land? You'd okay, rather walk so think on about ice a glacier, cube? which is a big giant ice cube. Glaciers are pretty amazing mm-hmm. things, and in fact, they're more powerful than land. They they push and form the land, so in a way. A glacier is like a bigger deal. Like it, it, it's like ice is like is like better than land. I don't support that, but I, I but you understand heard that it. they're, you heard they're it, at least so you it's have to true. It. But I, a glacier isn't an ice cube. It's not glaciers aren't cubed in shape. You could make a bunch of ice cubes out of a glacier, but it's not a cube. Okay, think about um, the movie Titanic. Right. Right. Like again, it's not a cube, but go on. No, I was just talking about the drinks that they had on the Titanic. Oh yeah, they, those are yeah, nice. Those and are they cool. got ice cubes in yeah, them. Yeah, they had ice cubes in them. Um, I'm willing to put them above Anthony Gowdy because I like them aesthetically. They're, that shape and that look, oh, I yeah. actually like it more than I like the aesthetics of Anthony Gowdy's artwork. The answer listed number 18. So, yeah, we've got ice cubed at number 18, which means that we have completed our task for the day. Phew. Uh, we ranked four things. Now, how many things do we have on the list now? Almost 60? Uh, yeah, we 58. have 58, 58 things, yeah. which is a big, like, a, you know, who would have ever thought we would get to this list? Yeah, oh. Dolly Parton remains at the top. Are you ready you to know, rank one more? Bottom? No, no. Oh, I got a good one. We'll save it for next time. Okay. Let's give the listener a break, and we'll be back. Oh, thanks week, for probably. listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Go to everydamthing.net for the updated list and our show notes, which is where we fact check ourselves, give further information on the things we talked about, and put in uh, relative links. Email us at list at everydamthing.net with any suggestions for things to rank, comments, words of encouragement, words of discouragement. Those are called WOEs and WODs. Corrections, threats, or special offers. I said relative links earlier. I meant to say relevant links, just so you know. Uh, I, I do that all the time. I catch it. We should just say related links. Uh, no, we'll just, I'll just keep working on it. So you can subscribe to this show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you got the podcast. Our theme uh, song is by Jade Puget. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it wherever you listen to it. We want five stars. We won't settle for any less. If you didn't like it, then that's your problem. It's not really our problem. And, you know, we wash our hands of any responsibility. Please tell your friend the good news and say, look, we have a podcast for you to listen to. It's finally here. Phil and Jake made it. They talked about Ice Cube. They talked about Crushed Ice. And they talked about uh, Dilapidated Shacks. What you've always been asking for, and now it's finally here, and we did it. We did it. 